Hey, I'm PJ. And I'm Blake. And welcome to the Church Podcast, episode 30. Um, today we're going over X church cultural value. We honor one another. How many more of these do we have? Oh my gosh, let me look. Let me just say we're looking forward to the end of this series. There was too many goddamn cultural values to begin with, and it's still biting us in the ass. Seven more. <sighs> Maybe we'll condense a few. Well, we'll, we'll make, we'll try and, I was, that's what I was saying, like, let's try and keep it just short and sweet. Yeah. Because I don't know how much more people want to hear about this. <laughs> yeah, and I really want to get to interviewing people. So if you mm-hmm. went to our old church and oh, you want to share your story or anything, um, we're going to be doing a series after this one yeah. where we're interviewing people. We have a few people lined up already. Not really interviewing. I don't like that word. Just we're going to be talking with the Yeah. Folks of times past. Yeah, that's, yeah, why not? I don't have any questions specifically for them. I just want them to share because it's really, I think it's really fascinating to hear other people's, like, you know, what they went through there. Yeah, like when we left, I had a very strong feeling that that the place was going to (laughs) crumble. Mm-hmm. But because it people had left before and like it didn't crumble for so long, I had a l- like a little bit of doubt. Yeah. But I'm not surprised that that people left. So anyway, it's I feel like now I'm like super intrigued because it's like dang, like it really did crumble. Mm-hmm. And and. I feel like all of our concerns, all of the, all the subliminal like complaints people had and issues and stuff were true. Yeah. You know, it's hard when everybody's, everybody's just agreeing with one another and nobody's calling anyone out mm-hmm. or any anyone important out. Yeah. Anyway, so episode thirty is called is uh, about cultural value. We honor one another. This was a cultural value that was probably the most reiterated or wielded. Yes. Get pulled out of the back pocket all the time for anything because it could be used for anything. Yeah. I want to start off by saying that when you say we honor one another, I feel like a couple Bible verses or whatever come to mind that support this as being valuable one would be honor your mother and father and the other one would be like honoring those who are in authority you know because they were you know authority comes from god and so on and so forth so honor is a good thing mm-hmm. i just feel like i say this every time like all the cultural values are like valuable things um the way they misconstrued we honor one another is as follows. Well, I feel like one of the ways that it was most prevalent, um, that because here's the thing, though. So the senior pastors didn't honor anyone at all. 
except for their own self. So that's where this became really frustrating was because we were supposed to be like ultra honoring and forgiving and all this stuff, but then they didn't have the decency to give that same honor back to us. And that's where I feel like the value is so clear. Honor one another, not mm. honor the pastors. And, you know, they don't give you the same thing back. So I felt like that was really frustrating. And it's all this stuff is, like, so subliminal, too. That's why it's, like, hard, you know, to, like, when you're there, I feel like it was hard to kind of pinpoint what was so, like, bothersome because there's just so much subliminal stuff. But I feel like one of the ways that they really didn't honor other people was in meetings. So they You in my notes or your notes? Mine. Um, I put so, that down too. Yeah, but yours is for a different reason. No. So I feel like something that was frustrating was when we were having meetings about work stuff we were supposed to be doing videos that were upcoming or the next what the next series was going to be or whatever if somebody was like tired in a bad mood or something it would always turn into like this ministry session and it's like that's okay sometimes but like every time literally it was like 90 percent of the meetings turned into that and they end up being so long you know and it's like okay i have actual work to do like, you don't do anything, and yeah. so, okay, sure, you can sit here and minister for three hours, and then you feel like, ooh, you're a great pastor, you know, but then, so what would happen is nothing would get decided in the meeting, and then, like, somebody would have to go to work, or we'd have another meeting scheduled, like, back-to-back, and so then I wasn't, you know, able to get the answers that I that I scheduled that meeting for. <laughs> and so then I had to send a message later, you know, saying, hey, can we do another meeting? Or do you guys just want to talk about this, like, via text? Like, I only, you know, I only have a couple of questions I need answered. And then a couple of things would happen there. It would be, I would get the response, like, well, why didn't you, like, try harder to bring it up? So tie that into, like, we honor one another, because I feel like you're kind of going on, like, a bunch of stories. Well, I feel like it was really dishonoring of my time to have a meeting with me about things that I needed questions for and then having the meeting be totally different and not about that at all so then I couldn't do my job so I felt like that was really dishonoring of my time and then also if I didn't get whatever thing done on time because they couldn't make a decision because the meeting turned in a totally different direction, then I would get in trouble and yelled at, which is also dishonoring because that thing wasn't done when it would have been done if they would have just answered, you know, the questions or made a decision. Yeah. Yeah. For me, not, not honoring in regards to like the meetings was mostly, well, I had those experiences too, but like, there was like a whole stretch of like time, like a whole year, where uh, the pastor was doing meeting like lunches with his 
disciples. He was trying to reproduce himself into other people, his his position or something, which would never, ever happen anyway. But it was just one of his feeble attempts to look like a good leader. Yeah. But it was... It's hilarious because most of the time he canceled the meeting after the meeting started. He would just not show up and mm-hmm. then and then we'd be waiting. Mm-hmm. And like the, the, after a while, one of my friends who's a business owner, like managed an office and stuff, was like, um, I don't know if he... I think he contacted him directly and then it came out behind the scenes. The pastors were talking about how dishonoring he was for the way he spoke to the pastor. You don't talk to the pastor about his problems, you know, but like he basically told him, um, I don't have time for lunch anymore because you usually don't show up or you're late. And when he did show up, it was like half an hour late. Yeah. And I only have... You know, I have a business, and so I only have a certain amount of time that I scheduled to meet with you, and it keeps getting wasted. Mm-hmm. And um, that was just, that was really bad. That actually happened, it, that happened a lot, actually, it, with other people, too. But, yeah, so he was late to meetings all the time. All um, the time. Both, both of them, right? Both of them were kind of late. Um, more so him. She, she wasn't really late that much unless she, like, had some back-to-back things and things would start getting, like, you know, kind of trickled down throughout the day, but, but not, like, he was just on a totally strange level of that. And another thing was, like, last-minute meetings, like, like, um, if you didn't show up to a meeting that, that somebody called specifically like a like a department head called this meeting that day mm-hmm. you know it's like normal people have schedules they are doing stuff they yeah. they plan out hopefully you know the whole entire week yeah and more excuse me and if you didn't drop what you were doing to come to this meeting well you were not honorable you weren't honoring right you weren't honoring their position and stuff mm-hmm. and uh like at when we went through the book, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team, I was so thankful because it was like, finally, I have some leverage, some actual, like, some other opinion besides my own from somebody that these people might listen to saying that if you don't have somebody, somebody's, like, um, commitment to your meeting or whatever it may be, then you can't hold them accountable. Uh-huh. And they're not in the wrong mm-hmm. because they never agreed to it. Yep. And, and that was something I was thinking and was actually a a point where we could have really grown and it and it never happened. Yeah. It went it, we kind of did it for like a week and then it went back to like hey we need to be at this meeting. What's going on? Like why can't you be here? Mhm. It's like because I am a normal person and I work and I schedule things into yeah. my life. And I'm not just going to drop everything else to come to this meeting that could have been an email. And then the inevitable follow-up meeting to talk about your behavior Mm -hmm. for missing the meeting that you didn't agree to. Yeah. Ridiculous. 
and that's fine. If you want to call a last minute meeting, great, but then expect people to not come if they can't and then don't get mad at them for it. Yeah. That's the honorable thing to do. So this happened like shortly after I came to the church. I got involved like pretty quickly um, and me and my department head at the time. Oh, this one. Yeah. We were overhauling the website. So the church's like current website was the best website in the city for a church, but it was still like pretty crappy as far as websites go. So we designed a whole new website and, um, you know, well, I guess I don't have to go into all of how it works, but we're transferring the new website over to um, to the server that it needed to be on to be live. And so typically when that happens, there are some glitches because pages are named the same thing and stuff like that. So, mm. um, so we started transferring it over. And when you're doing that, it's live. So unless we wanted to shut the website down and have there be no website at all, which was not an option, you know, there might be some glitches here and there. And so um, it was a Saturday. Thank you. And uh, me and the department head were trying to work out these glitches in Starbucks. And uh, the senior pastor either like went to the website to see how it was going or the department mm. head like told him like that there were some things like kinks we had to work out still or something. I don't remember how he found out. So he met us at Starbucks. Did you know he was coming? I didn't know he was coming. He just showed up. I think the department head knew he was coming though, but I'm not, I'm not positive. Um, yeah, I mean, he would had to have known because I don't know how else he would know that we were there. So he came and he, the senior pastor just started reaming this guy and he was like, how could you let the website go live like this? People, it's Saturday, church is tomorrow. People are going to go to our website and look for service times. You know, they're going to be looking for all this info and they're not going to find it. And they might not ever come to our church because of you. Like they might not get saved if they don't come to our church, you know, and like just, and he was like being pretty loud Especially for like, it was gonna Starbucks. ask me to say yelling. What like what? How? I what mean, do you mean? It wasn't like at the top of his lungs or anything, but it was like, it was loud and stern and awkward, you know. Like especially for me, because I'm like still fairly new, and I'm seeing this department head get yelled at, who I really respected, you know. And so I was like, what the heck? And it was like my second or third interaction with the senior pastor. Yeah. And he was just like so pissed. And I get, you know, I get like the mistake or whatever. But at the same time, it's like this guy was so underpaid, you know, and I was volunteering. And so like, you know, mistakes happen and we were trying to fix it. It's not like we were like, oh, let's just, you know. Uh, that's not a big deal to we'll fix it when we can. Like, we're trying everything, you know, to fix it. And so I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, so disrespectful. Like, for him to do that at all, but then also in front of me, it was like, oh, gosh. At that time, were you thinking that, that he, that he was disrespectful? I was not thinking he was disrespectful. I was thinking, like, I was just like, 
whoa, <laughs> like what is happening here? And then after he, so Forgot he left. His meds. Yeah, he left, and then the department head was like, "Yeah, that sounded like a little harsh, but like you know, he's you know he's right. Like we gotta fix this, and you know, obviously didn't say anything bad about him. So I was like, okay, yeah, maybe like he needed to hear it in that way or something. Like I don't know." But I didn't really think much of it at the time, I guess. You know, like, I've seen bosses yell at people and stuff like that. But, like, that always stayed with me, you know, like, kind of in the back of my mind. I didn't really even think about it until uh, we were talking about this episode. I was like, oh, shit, that did happen. <laughs> I was like, so sucky. You fucking lazy loser. <laughs> Seriously, he was probably just like... At home doing nothing. I had to stop plagiarizing someone's message to come down here mm -hmm. and figure out why this isn't happening. <sighs> and I also heard of some stories of the senior pastor kind of getting after people in that same way after we left and after some other people like left and the church was like, you know, pretty small at the time. So he and this executive senior pastor had also gone down to get help like from her parents and stuff so uh he had to do more of what she was doing so when he's in that role they act exactly the same it's just it's just we yeah. didn't see that side of him a, a lot because he wasn't around uh well i feel like they got away with that type of thing that dishonorable behavior all the time because uh essentially they they were, they, they, they had like a free pass to break the cultural values. And the reason was usually like they're carrying the weight of the spiritual burden in, in our church. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to deal with the warfare that we have to deal with. And so I need grace from you. Right. And like, you know, I have to worry about the... <sighs> I'm trying to like decide how much I really want to like, um, I don't know. I see, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm a loving person. And so I've, I don't want to hurt some of these people's feelings sometimes when I'm talking, but I don't know why I, I do that because they didn't give a shit about my feelings. Um, but yeah, and they still don't. So the the ex executive senior pastor. <laughs> made a video the other day talking about how Carl Lentz, you know, was just like mistreated by his church and, and you, you know, churches that do that to people need to do better, even though she's done the same thing. She somewhat kind of acknowledged that, but not really. No. Not really. The emphasis of the video should have been on herself, not calling out other people. Anyway. Mm -hmm. um, or at least, I mean, we're calling out other people, so I don't I want to be a hypocrite, but. But. Go ahead. In In her little video, she was talking about that the weight that pastors have to carry and and it's like if you've never I, been a senior pastor you don't understand yeah you you, you know and, and she she can relate and she's been there and all this stuff 
And it's like, okay, I understand stress. Like, you have a lot on your mind. Um, but saying it's more than other people, like discrediting their the stress in their life and, and kind of, you know, dictating whether or not they have the right to, 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 uh, be as, as, uh, stressed out as you and they don't deserve forgiveness or grace for their, you know, that their spiritual burdens or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. They just, uh, they were excluded from having to abide by the cultural values really. Yeah. Um, because of that. And they're just on this other level of spirituality. And, and that's uh, honestly, I feel like all pastors are like that. And um, it's just fake to me. But anyway, that's one that's one way that um, this cultural value didn't pan out. Um, honoring the pastors was one of the hugest, uh, like applications for this cultural value. I think it ultimately was for the congregation to know they honor the pastors. Right. They should honor the pastors. I agree. Um, it, it didn't just apply to members of the church. It was, it was something that, that the members were supposed to do. But also, the members were supposed to Im- enforce upon anyone who visited. <laughs> so stupid. He, he, like, visitors weren't allowed to call these people by their first name. Unless they say pastor first. Pastor so-and-so. I just don't get this. I mean, I do get it. Their whole, their whole reasoning for that was, like, how God changed Abram's name to Abraham and, and Sarah. And... That it's, it's so important what you call out of somebody and all this stuff. And so, you know, you need to call the pastor out of me. If you want to receive the pastor's anointing, well, then you should call me pastor. Yeah. If you don't want those blessings, then, yeah, go ahead and just call me by my name. It's like so twisted. <laughs> <clears throat> but it really, really what they actually, how they behaved was that everyone calls me pastor, whatever my name is. Mm-hmm. That's just a thing. If you're a pastor, you call them by their you call them by their title, and and um, it just I mean how much energy was wasted on those those types of, of of arguments? People coming in who who never been there before, don't know a damn thing about the way they do things, but they would still make a point of correcting them if they didn't call them call them the pastor. Mm-hmm. Pastor Dickweed, whatever, you know. No, you don't just call me. Don't don't just call me Dickweed. I'm I'm Pastor Dickweed. <laughs> Honestly, like... I feel like you know with uh... the with the top two pastors there, I think it was some kind of egotistical bullshit. I think the other people who were pastors there, who did stuff like that did it because if they didn't then they would be corrected they would get in trouble with the pastors for not making people call them pastor Mm -hmm. they they definitely would so they i think they did it out of fear i completely agree and i feel like they the people who ended up becoming pastors there were like uber rule followers say what 
the people that became pastors there that weren't the senior pastors. Oh, yeah. They were uber rural followers. Yeah. So they knew what they were supposed to do when it came to that. Um, I felt personally like um, that I was not honorable all the time. I, if I wasn't feeling like a brown noser, then I wasn't feeling like an honorable person, hmm. which I typically didn't brown nose. Yes. I did to an extent, obviously I was there for so long, but I never rose through the ranks because like you were saying, I wasn't a yes man. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I was, I was a questioner. I didn't like something. I said something. Mm-hmm. Typically, not all the time. If I didn't, if I just was too tired to fight about it, yeah, I would just just go along <laughs> with it. And there was spans of time where I just went along with shit because I was just like, whatever. These are my friends. I really, honestly, don't even care. Yeah. <clears throat> but sometimes I would get, you know, a burst of of like motivation to to like call them out, try to fix things that were so pathetic. Um, and that was what made me dishonorable. I was dishonorable. I can't even tell you how many times um, the, uh, the, the, the wife said something along the lines of, or to the effect of, this is why God doesn't promote you. Uh-huh. God doesn't promote me because of this? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what the fuck is promotion? Being your buddy? Like what? What is it? Because honestly, I feel like I've I've been steadily promoting throughout my life. That's so ridiculous. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she would say that stuff to me. It's typically when I was being very questiony. Yeah, they don't like questions. The most questiony or the most independent really just fucking i decided i like to do this and i'm gonna do it or i'm not gonna do that for you yeah and that's all there is to it (laughs) where the hell they got off thinking that they could dictate people's actions and 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 what they can and can't say to them yeah like i hope they never have another position of leadership ever again ever they probably won't because they're so dumb. <laughs> it freaks me out. They fucking freak me out. Like they like Yeah. That like the husband specifically needs his ass whooped. Yeah. He needs an ass whooping. Yeah, I don't think he will ever be anything more than what he is right now. He doesn't want to be. It's too much work. He doesn't really want to do it. He just wants to look successful. He wants to look honorable. Yeah. Anyway. You know, I do want to go to church eventually. And this is going to be something I look out for. You know, like there's several things that are like on my radar. Demanding honor. Yeah. So if they do that, then... Peace out, because I know exactly where that goes. Yeah, if you, you know? if you think that we can't get coffee together because you have a thousand fucking... Um, uh, Members? Yeah, what are they called, though, in church? Congregants. Congregants. 
Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, then fuck you. Yeah. Then you don't really want to be, like, why would I call you my pastor then? You know? Yeah. If I had a time machine, it, it would probably take me a good year to go back to all the moments I want to spit in their face. <laughs> and go back and spit in their face. <laughs> It would be a lot of work. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> it would be. One more I want to I touch on is um, um, that people who were promoted, <laughs> specifically with, you know, they got their little pastor certificate, they, they had honor-redefining powers. So if they were in a meeting... And they felt like you were being dishonorable. There was no dispute. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if they they do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You're dishonorable because they said so. That's it. But I can do the exact same thing in the very next meeting and you have to give me grace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The same thing times 10. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because nobody else was as intense. Yeah. The worse they behaved, the the more dishonorable the pastors there were, it meant... That, that that's that's uh, like in direct correlation to how much more burden they're carrying for you. Mm-hmm. And so how dare you get mad? Right. I think one positive thing we can take away from that terrible experience with honoring is um, I'm really trying to think of a positive note from this because this was really, really actually quite destructive to my, my psyche. Yeah, this was one of... Yeah, um, one of those kind. I I guess positive note, if you, you know, like you were saying, you want to go to a church again. Mm-hmm. If you're going to a church, and and they ever 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 mention about you know the your responsibility to honor the anointing or them. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah. I give you permission to spare yourself the pain and agony of dealing with years and years of that narcissist. There's no reason anyone ever should ever have any right to tell you what, whether you are or not honoring mm-hmm. them. Right. I think... If they don't like something you did, like a normal person, fucking talk about it. Mm-hmm. You don't have this fucking, what, what's the judge's thing? Gavel. 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 You don't have one of those. Like, nobody has that. Mm-hmm. You cannot say, you're dishonorable. It's not up for discussion. Because, you know what? The Bible says to honor those who are in authority. Well, who am I? I'm in authority here, buddy. Right. No. No, no, no. No. So, I guess, positive note is, I feel like that 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 is something that, that it's just not, it's not correct. I think defining honor is an individual process. Everybody has a brain. Everybody, well, for the most part, 
has a brain and a conscience and you have to figure that out for yourself and you're going to fuck up and it's nobody's business to, to like call your ass out or, or, you know, make you feel like you're not welcome at their church because you, because you're in your process. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if you can go to, you can find a church where, where, uh, I mean, within reason, yeah, you know, you can't go slashing people with a knife in, in the pews. Like, you know, <laughs> there's some obvious stuff. Yeah. But, but it's like, if you're, if you're there and your honest intention is to be, is to commune with the people of God and you're getting fucking like, like shots from like left field of like, you're wrong in this way. You need to correct this about yourself. You need to grow here. I think. You know, and you didn't ask for that input, be gone with you. Like, fucking be gone. Yeah. I feel like it. it's also, like, somewhat hard to tell, you know, when you're first going to a church because you don't know anyone. But you can tell by the way that the people on stage are talking everything that their senior pastor thinks. You know, because they talk, they wouldn't let them up there if they didn't talk the same way. You know? Yeah. I feel like it's. If you're looking for it, it's easy to find what they're all about. Yeah. Which I feel like is something I'm really glad that I have now because when we do start looking for churches again, I just know that I'm not going to be sucked into any place that's remotely like like that. Again, it's just not, not going to happen. It would be really hard um, because... Now I'm extremely guarded. Mm-hmm. I mean, and 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 I think, you know, if, if some strength can be pulled from that experience, it's that I trust my my mind. I trust mm-hmm. my heart and my instincts now. If I really care about some kind of relationship with somebody and like in a church or something and I don't like something that they do we're gonna be fucking having words about it yeah and like if they if they can't handle that then it's I, I'm, I'm better off without you yeah like I, I'd rather be alone than try to have a bunch of friends that, that don't respect me mm-hmm. yeah and, and aren't open to hearing my input you know, it's the church. It's not Pastor Dickweed's church. It's the, it's God's church. We're all the church, right? We're all the church. Mm-hmm. You can't fucking kick people out. Yeah. Unless they're doing dumb shit, like I said, you know. But like, yeah, you, you can't kick people out for for like disagreeing with you right. or not serving enough or any of that stuff. And I know there's churches out there that, um, that are are probably good, and I think eventually we'll go um yeah just like i just i i know there's a lot like the one we went to also Mm -hmm. i don't feel like that was like super positive but yeah yeah it is what it is Mm -hmm. so this has been the church podcast episode 30 thank you for watching or listening we appreciate you guys um even doing that and um Really appreciate the people that comment 
and share their feedback and experiences. It's it's like really funny sometimes. Yeah. And um, just I it, like nice to know the, the the people we like abandoned because they left our church are still willing to like talk to us and and like things like that. Mm-hmm. So. See you later.